everybody, you're listening to Contemporaries. The podcast. We are back with another episode. This is episode four. Ooh, hello, Iana. It's Kayeliana. Okay, girl. Um, the podcast, Iana. Um, we in High Park, Iana. You're about to go somewhere. Um, we are currently recording on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday in beautiful, beautiful High Park on this Yay. random weather day. It was like. <laughs> Snowy, oh then helling, then raining, then snowing again. Yikes. But it's pretty. I miss all that. I woke up, went outside, and it was snow. I said, oh, oh see, no bus for me. I'm I saw all that. Uber. I saw all that from work. And then caught the bus and the Uber here. Oh, my, I got 30% off. Oh, nice. It's only $2. $2.67. The, the, a blessing. <laughs> I feel blessed. Yes, we're our friend Delicious House. Please feel free to pop in whenever you want. Yeah, please. We, we've come to record here for the plants. <laughs> Honestly, we needed the vibe. No, dead ass. I was just saying, like, I need to buy plants. I have like mm. one little aloe vera plant that was in the front room of my apartment mm. for the longest. It's not in my bedroom on my bookshelf. Yeah, I'm it ain't giving that much light, mama. but thanks. It's, it's right there. It's not gonna die. Right, I, I need that. Three plants this summer and they all died. No, I bought my little aloe vera plant for CVS for five dollars. Cute. Where I got two of my plants from Home Depot. One from Treasure Island. What's Treasure Island. It's a grocery store in Hyde Park. Is it shut down or it's, shutting it's down? Closed now. Yeah, oh. it, it was. Sad face. HP. Right. Okay, y'all. So. Well, the south side. So, yeah. is that. Yay, okay, so two episodes up north. Yeah, two so we're oscillating. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So, this week we're going to. Um. We don't really have like, in, like a f- more formal guest. However, we do have, you know, one person here who's going to shine in whenever they feel like it. Um. But we're going to talk about um, a few cool things. We're going to kick it off with our Wicked Critique, um, which is pretty much just thinking about, talking about um, mental health for black creatives, mm. young black creatives, um, and just like how to cope with the stress of being and making. Okay. Um, I think mm-hmm. both myself and Kaya have had a breakdown of sorts within like the past week or two yeah but um, do you know what's even okay so i had that breakdown and that made me think about my grandma died mm-hmm. in march of 2018 and i was like working on my mfa show thesis like mm-hmm. the work and like really think about like did i ever really grieve that like it was this thing and like it was that was a like a lot and then like i literally just had to make sure my work was, like, ready to be put up, mm-hmm. uh, finish my written thesis, graduate, and, like, after that point, like, it was made, and, like, I don't know, like, did I ever even, like, process that, and, like, just thinking about the the things that I sacrificed for, like, this art, like, so right. I could graduate, so I could have, like, this presentation that was, like, of a certain standard. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, no, this past week, um, emotionally, mentally, for me, has been really tough. Um, which I think is really interesting because prior to me having my, my breakdown, I asked a question on our Facebook page where it was just like, you know, hey people, how do you cope with, um, stress or mental health and things of that nature? We have three people, um, two from Detroit, one from Chicago respond. We have Felicia Homer, who's the homie. Um, she said journaling, movement, exercise, Epsom salt, rock, and some good ass weed, which I'm like... Okay. Literally everybody said weed. Okay. Well, my friend Kes- like Keswa, Kessiana, okay. who um whose song we featured on the first episode. Okay. She put sleep. Um okay. but 
Yo, sleep is good, but sleep can also not be so good mm, if you, you oversleep, like which is what I do. I after. like the, that first one. So ever since my most recent breakdown, it is so I have a tally board, and I've actually only done everything three times since the tenth. But meditate, breathe, exercise, and pray. Like those first like two days, like. I wasn't tallying then, but, like, like when I was, like, in a really bad space, like, that's, like, dead ass what got me out of it. Yeah. And I was, like, I also calling my friends. I be calling people and telling them about what's going on in my life. Yeah. Um, I think that transparency and being open is important. Mm-hmm. And I was being grow. transparent about how hard it is to, like, force yourself to, like, meditate for 20 minutes, to breathe for five minutes, to say an intentional prayer, and to exercise for at least 45 minutes a day. Like, I was having to force myself to do that, but, like, that's making me feel good. And now that I'm feeling better, like, I feel like I've been so lax on that. But, like, dead ass to stay, I have to do that to stay consistent. Right. And it, it's it's so hard. Like, that's that stuff is so beneficial. And it's so hard for me to really be like, yeah, I'm going to do that every day. Yeah. And, like, do it forever. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's something so interesting because, like, I've been here... I've been having these conversations. I've been just really open with people in general about my about my mental health. Do like, that. Talk to people. Lately. Don't and hold. Don't isolate yourself. Somebody brought up. Everyone's bringing up meditating, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I got an app. You do you? It's a good what app. app is oh, it? oh, AK. Yeah. Do, do you have to pay for it? No, it's free, and that's a dope thing. So it has. Um, Girl, because most of these meditation apps you have to pay for. Right. <laughs> so I and I haven't even the last. Two times I've meditated. Like today I meditated. I didn't use the app, but like I'm like I have a mantra that I'm using right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, these apps are nice. They're guided meditation. You can put a background ten to thirty minutes. You get to choose. I'll before we leave, download this like for real. And it has these breathing techniques because I've been I I downloaded Calm and like you gotta buy yeah, it for it to it's work. Like a, lot of, yeah. a lot of these meditation apps, guided meditation apps, they give you no, oak. They give you what like you have four to five free sessions before. Like, oh, it's forty dollars right, a month. Right, right. Forty dollars a month. Right, I, don't have that. I got tricked by a new one on Instagram and I downloaded <coughs> it and that shit fucking don't work. Mm-mm. You so need oak. to buy shit. Oh, okay. yeah. Lit. I'll make sure you put that in your phone. I've, yeah, and it, it tracks your streaks and stuff. Let's see how many minutes I've meditated. I downloaded this. Um, let's see. So I've meditated for 42 minutes. I've taken 44 breaths. That's four meditation sessions and eight breathing sessions. And I haven't, rec- like, I use that, but I've been meditating on my mantra for the past two days. You know what? And I feel like as much as I'm on the CTA, this would be perfect. Mm-hmm. As I'm, as I'm on the red line. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Especially breathing on the train, I was like, for sure. Girl, I mean, you might breathe in the funky ass oh, smells. But <laughs> I feel like that's a great place to meditate. Um... I just remember to meditate and not fall asleep, which is often the problem mm. with meditating. See, and that's why my partner likes to meditate in the morning. And, like, I, if I'm meditating when I just woke up, it's mm-hmm. not, like, I'm falling asleep. It's not the same thing. Like, if I meditate at night, like, I feel that, like, it's this very, like, intentional situation. But when I meditate when I first wake up, like, I'm I'm not being intentional. I'm the fuck sleep. Like, okay. Do you... So when you first started this app, did you set a time limit for yourself for your, like your first meditation? Um, I chose. I was choosing the twenty minute ones. Okay. They got twenty minute sessions. Um, but now, so today I meditated with just my timer on my phone, just ten minutes okay. with no guided meditation. But the lady is like talking you through it, telling you what you should think about. Yeah, I've I've, I've participated in like some like personal up and close guided meditations, mm-hmm. and I've always like left those spaces of feeling amazing. Okay, good. So guided meditation guided, works Yeah, yeah. I do lot. like them. Especially if you, yeah, to get into that practice to make sure you're focused on something so mm-hmm. it's intentional time in meditation. Girl, but the wild thing is, you know, I've guided meditations before, but I can't mm-hmm. guide myself through meditation. Hmm. Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. with my mom. 
<laughs> she was stressed, and I was like, what? Let's, let's, let's sit and breathe. Mm, I want to make a guided meditation mixtape. Yeah. I'm so. Now, when you get up, twerk. <laughs> Ooh, no, for real. Um, that was my. Okay, so when I was like, fuck the fuck up last week. Um, I was, I listened to Girl Code and, um, period, <laughs> like, okay. almost on repeat, like, City Girls makes you fucking feel good, like, it just reminds you that you really that bitch, why? Because you got a motherfucking pussy, and you doing the goddamn thing, girl. Okay, lit. That's what they fucking do for No, me. it's so, okay, I think it's wild, because, so, my, my, my breakdown last week, I feel like was just, like, one, like, two things happened that were like the cherry on top mm, or the straw that broke same. the camel's back yep, for that's me. how it is. So like um I have been invited to New York City to perform for mm-hmm. an institution whose name I will not say because I'm still doing the performance. Um but they've been really bad with communicating. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um they reached out to me in December. The show was supposed to have been this February and got pushed back to March. Okay. Then I was like, you know, I'm unfortunately not financially stable to pay for my plane ride, ship my work there, and, um, you know, pay for me to have room aboard. Mm-hmm. I was only do probably one, one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, I have a friend um, in New York who I met through a residency after I did, who was second crash with him. Um, and my ex, my, ex my, my best friend, Tony, back home in Detroit, I could, like, Borrow money from him so I could like fly. Mm-hmm. He was like, sure. Like, he really don't care. He he he's swimming in corn. Mm-hmm. Just you know that under that that entrepreneur life. Oh. Um, but um, <laughs> but I was just really freaking out, and it got to the point where I was like, well, I haven't heard from them, and I don't know if this is happening. And it's like, oh my god, this is possibly a dream that's going to come true that I'm like thinking about, but maybe this dream might be might be like. A, a shit shoot like mm-hmm. it might not fucking happen right. right and then there's another situation in which I photographed some stuff for a publication here in Chicago mm-hmm. back in December and we're almost here we're, like we're here at the end of February and they still haven't paid me and I've been freaking the fuck out because like I work one I work one retail job part time and I make enough literally just to pay rent mm-hmm. like I'm barely breaking home a thousand dollars a month which is not like, no one can really live off that. Unless right. you're fucking, like, 16 in, like, your, your last year of high school preparing for college, right? Yeah. Um, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't they paying me? So that all happened on top of, like, like as I was telling y'all earlier, this really bad sexual experience where, like, two guys, like, within, like, a week span tried to use drugs around me. One of them did use coke around me. The other one was trying to use meth around me. And um, I come from a family... Um, of addicts or dealers, my mother herself was a drug counselor, so it was just very, just like scary for me. Like I was shook, right? Um, so like all of these things are happening on top of the fact that like I have not been creating. Mm. I've been in this space where I'm having such a hard time making because like I work about like twenty twenty five hours a week. Um, when I get home from work, I'm normally tired or it's like a little bit too late for me to get help but also my art practice my photography practice is predominantly self-portraits right Mm -hmm. so it's hard to take it's hard to do self-portraits when you don't have someone there to help you focus the camera okay and like I when I bought my camera I didn't think about like a camera that I can tether to my computer so Mm -hmm. I can look at my computer screen to focus my camera I have doesn't have that capability Mm -hmm. so I have to like run back and forth and the photos are always crooked like always not crooked 
crooked because that wouldn't matter. I could always fix that, but they're always blurry. Mm. So that fucks me up, right? So I've been trying to find other ways of creating, but like the ideas I have require for me to have a studio, require mm-hmm. for me to have access to like ceramic space, require me to have access to like a wood shop or a metalsmith studio or, you know, to just like a nice sound studio or access to um, like three more cameras to do video. And it's just like being young, um, being a young artist with these very ambitious ideas, um, but not being able to actually actively work and create really fucks with your mental health when mm-hmm. everything else in your life was also fucking with mm-hmm. you, right? So this week, this past week, I I um, woke up and I was just like, I do not want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am going to sit here. And I'm just like, fuck it. And granted, granted, thankfully it was my off day. Because like, okay. if this was not my off day, I probably would have called and like, oh, I'm sorry, I just can't make it. Um, I'm, I'm not feeling too good. But then they want me to go to them. Well, can you bring in a doctor's though? I'm like, no, it's a mental health thing. I, I mean, granted, I, no, that's what I thought. But I talked to my mm-hmm. boss. And she was like, she's like well, you know, we can pay for your first three therapy therapy sessions. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. part-time job? Okay, y'all, y'all out here doing the damn thing. Um... But I just, like, was really dealing with that. And I got to the point where I, like, called my mom. I was like, my mom want to come home. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, baby. She was like, you can come home for a few days. I was like, mom, I want to move back home. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why? And I was just like, I'm stressed. Um, you know, like, I was like, I'm working this job, you know, and I, I'm, I don't hate it. I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't hate it, but I'm barely making enough to, like, live. Like, mm-hmm. I, my, my parents raised me to, like, you know, know, of course, know the value of a dollar, but to also know the value of yourself mm-hmm. and like to be able to buy yourself nice stuff and I haven't been able to buy myself nice stuff which is kind of fucking with me yeah, yeah, yeah. girl all I want right now is like this bombas Telfar bag a leather jacket right two pair of Nikes and a haircut that's, that's all I want right valid. like a lineup and a temple pad or to get my hair re- or to get my hair um, twisted and start my lock journey over again buy a fucking house plant be able to afford weed, like mm-hmm. something. Matter of fact, that's what I'm gonna use my sister's money on weed. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, so like all of that happened last week, and I've been a Facebook status. Um, when I asked people like how do they deal with mental health, and when I say I'm reaching out, I'm sorry. When I say I got a large amount of responses from people that I thought was great. Um, so, one of my friends, her name is Tanisha, was like, just call me, I'll make, i dance, make funny face, make you laugh. And I was Aww. like, I, but yo, that's my You gotta bitch. have a person, yeah. <laughs> right? Who um, makes you chuckle? Oh, she will. Me and her, she was like a freshman, I was a senior in undergrad, mm. so she's like, just really funny, really bubbly. Um, some of my friends will just like, you know, keep keep yourself busy, remind, do, do things and remind yourself of home, meditation. A lot of people said finding, doing stuff that's constructive. Mm. So like getting up, cleaning the house, making your bed, just taking a shot and putting on uh, clean clothes. I've been doing that with a podcast and I'm just like, this is so fake. I don't want to do this. Right? <laughs> I'm just washing um, these dishes. Somebody, my damn, I'm sad. Somebody, somebody else told me, um, find the comedian that you love and watch their videos. Because mm. um, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people are literally saying like laughter can help you get out of it. No, for real. Um, one of my friends, her name is KT. Hey, KT, if you're listening, hey. literally said, um, "Let's walk by the lake and talk shit about our enemies." <laughs> I literally just giggled so hard oh. when she posted that, oh, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, let me, let me, let me. I'm 
hard up to that. Like, yeah. talk shit about your enemies. I got grapes in the Ziploc. Look, okay. Um, somebody else said, do something that makes you feel accomplished. Like, tidying up, writing a journal entry, drawing a picture, running an errand, doing a walk, etc. Meditating for up to 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening. A few times we helped um, a few people. A lot of people was like, yes to that. Um, somebody sent me a link to a free online, like, support group, therapy group. It's called 7 sevencups.com okay and you you don't you don't talk to them over the phone it's more like a like a like I, like yahoo messenger setup mm-hmm. where you can just like message like hey i'm really not feeling great today seven cups yeah and people <laughs> are like hey like me neither what's going on let's talk let's process this together which i think is great mm-hmm. um, that's a smart uh business plan. yeah some people was like you know um phone a friend bitch yes, <laughs> do some do some comedy somebody said <laughs> somebody said do some free yoga or masturbate um i already do too much of masturbating so that's not gonna help <laughs> um <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people are saying journaling, but someone specifically said, um, you know, while journaling can be good, sometimes you need to, like, actually say Say things. You need to speak Mm -hmm. things. So my friend Caroline Lou, who's an amazing artist here in Chicago, was like, maybe you should just, like, you have Apple, use photo booth in your computer and just record yourself, like, or like recording in your phone. A move. Because sometimes, because sometimes, like if you can't find somebody to talk to, you come to yourself. Amen. Um, which I think is brilliant and so smart <laughs> and so so thoughtful. Hot but topic. like, so many people are dead ass saying smoke weed, yo. Smoke every day. Like, which is why yeah. they need to make weed a like yeah, that's legal completely. Wack as fuck. Like, we should not be afraid to smoke fucking weed. Like, there's. First of all, like, not even just that. Even in my period. Like, if I ain't got no weed on my period, bitch, what the fuck? But <laughs> in my everyday life as well, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't see the problem. No, I know a lot of people tell me vitamin D. Especially as for people who... Especially in the no, not, not as in dick. As in the actual <laughs> vitamins, Kaya. A lot of people are saying vitamin D, and the reason why is because people who live in the Midwest, we are vitamin D deficient. Yeah. Because we don't have the sun This weather should be really... Um, right. Like, when the snow is cute and glittering like this, but when that shit be dirty or like cars a day, a day crazy, later. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, this shit is sad. Bad, right. So it's just like... Um, someone brought my, I think my roommates were very, um, understanding of what I was having my hard time last week. One, one of my roommates gave me the biggest hug. One of my roommates smoked me out. Like, I passed out of his room, honey, and fell asleep. And the other roommate, like, brought me the salt lamp out the front room and put it in my room. And was like, yo, this, because apparently salt lamps also, when, when you light them, puts out some form of vitamin D. Okay. Um, like the, the Himalaya pink salt lamps. Okay. Um, but a lot of people are also telling me just, like, Vitamin D vitamins. So I like bought me some vitamin D gummies. Okay. Which is great. I know that. Um, but like, you know, if you are. Is that an orange too? What is Vitamin C is orange. Okay, okay, okay. Vitamin D is a whole different vitamin. Okay, okay. Um, I just get, I get all my gummy, I get all my vitamins in gummy form because I just like them better. Mm. They taste good, but I also I feel like teach I need myself a not vitamin to overeat situation. them. Yeah, my, but the thing is, it's so funny. My mom has been telling me, you better need vitamins in your life. Mm. And I'm like, mom, my knees hurt. Oh, my back my hurt. My knees hurt. She need vitamins. Maybe I just Believe need some multi grain vitamins, I mean, some multi purpose vitamins as well as <laughs> like yeah. vitamin D vitamins. Vitamin C vitamins. I take a multivitamin and I take vitamin D and I alternate them throughout the week. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, vitamin D, especially during the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then and they're both vegan. 
multivitamin mm. and, um, right, no gelatin over here see that's the beauty of you living right here in Hyde Park y'all have the, oh the, the, the healthful spot the healthful left side yo walking walking over here I was hoping it was open Hyde Park produce it closes so early oh Sunday it's closed at 5 Right. Early too. I I I was gonna walk. I was gonna buy some incense and some Santa Paul sticks. <laughs> like I was like prepared. Yeah, I'm gonna spend this money from that uh, dollar store right up the street. That's oh, my okay. spot. But you gotta have cash unless you're spending five dollars a month. I mean, I spend. I buy. I buy. I buy above five dollars. Did anyone say anything about crystals? I'm so interested. I think I'm gonna just buy me a nice one. Also from somewhere in High Park, but I've never had one. But I I think that they are valuable. Unfortunately, no one really said crystals. A lot of people were saying weed, tea, sleep, meditation, vitamin D, writing, water, walking around, exercise. Walking has been my thing, even in this fucking weather. Girl, fucking someone off. someone said you can text home to seven four one seven one seven four one when you're feeling depressed or suicidal it's a crisis also uh, crisis hotline a text crisis this is hotline. a lot of people hitting you up Girl, which is so wild girl like, no one commented on their our page but they commented mm. on my individual stuff um someone said call your insurance to see if your insurance um see if your insurance can help you find a therapist okay. but if you don't have insurance um see if you can find somebody on, on, a, on a sliding scale that's truly a sliding scale not capping off at $70 mm. which kills me but yeah everyone's saying vitamin vitamin D I have a few people breathing um like Je- yeah Je- Janice Bond said um meditation breathing talk space app coco app i don't, I don't know talk space is fucking expensive coco, it's $30 a month i think which is i've like, seen 49 is it I mean, I a week oh yeah it's per week and then the month be like 129 even if you use like one of the discounts that's not the that's not realistic at no. all like 49 um, a week but i will say um in a heap of me feeling very depressed mm-hmm. i like had a doctor's appointment that I just had scheduled because yeah. I go to the doctor every three months, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a sexually active gay black man. You mm-hmm. want to go take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I showed to my doctor, I was like, you know, I'm feeling really depressed, feeling very lonely, feel like I want to give up, feel like I'm fucking failing in the life. And she called a psychiatrist in it. And the psychiatrist was like, we're going to get you antidepressants. So I started antidepressants this mm-hmm. week. Um, I can't remember the name of them. I, I feel like... And your insurance pays for this? Yeah. That's lovely. So the thing is, uh, and I and I have Medicaid. I don't have any, any special insurance, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like a lot of people, when they think of, especially within the black community, when we think of um, some form of medicating depression, we're always like, I don't know, right? Yeah. Um, but see, I don't want to say that because we always say the black community and my, the people I know that are around me don't feel that way about well, 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 I feel like, well, I, thought, I guess for me, I'm mostly thinking about the older people who I who who I've at least experienced life around, mm-hmm. um, i.e., my mom, my sister, my aunties and cousins, who are not the most um, progressive thinking when it comes to things like um, taking Mental medication illnesses? or their, do they even believe that that's real? No, they do because mm-hmm. like on my dad's side, I have an uncle who's schizophrenic. Okay, yeah. um, and, you know the family collectively taking taking care of him for years. He's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, on my mom's side, I have a cousin who is bipolar, who has bipolar disorder. He's got bipolar disorder since I was like, Earl, since I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. And instead of my family, like 
acknowledging that it's bipolar disorder, they say he's crazy. Mm. Um, granted, he is fucking crazy. No. Outside of his, no, outside of his bipolar disorder, thing, he is uh, fucking crazy. There's episode of Rod City <laughs> this week. And like, I mean, I've seen a tweet too, but just like, that's such a bad word. Like, crazy? Because it like makes mental illness this bad thing. Well, no. I know. I guess, well, I guess when I say he's crazy, I mean like, he wild. I mean, he's my cousin. So yeah. like, yeah. I know the type of wild shit my family be doing. So I can be like, nigga, you, you tripping. <laughs> Um, but it's just, like, this week, for me, has been a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was, like, when you were going through your stuff, mm-hmm. um, honestly, I was a bit, sh- like, when you called me, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm dipping. <laughs> I was out the fuck Girl, when I tell you, I was like, what? Yeah. But I also was like, something, something's going on. Mm-hmm. She needs, she probably needs to leave and, like, work on her book and, like, be loved and be in some sunlight, so I'm not gonna, like be that person like but why are you leaving me what day was it she still got the ticket honey the fifth the fifth okay so yeah it was like two weeks ago and that you called me the day after the episode after our third episode came out Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the biggest thing like the way i was low as fuck what february 5th and like just like i'm on a whole nother vibration right now and like that to me is like I think a part of that like I think my grandpa was praying for me I think lots of people were praying for me I've been meditating I exercised those first like that whole week like I was exercising 45 minutes a night and, it's, like, my, it's my after your breakdown yeah like I just like and just like real conversations with myself realizing I hadn't been prioritizing myself like which is important um, putting yourself graduated first. and like really really have been depressed like I don't know, like, I didn't process my grandma dying. I graduated, made it a purposeful, like, that I didn't want to get a job, like, blew through my savings, was supposed to be working on my book, was fucking spending my money, enjoying the fucking summertime, watching Netflix, my money runs out, and now all of a sudden I did a fucking job. I get this first fucking job, I'm getting under the fuck paid, but at least I learned a skill from fucking mm-hmm. Lock Nation. I was under the fuck paid. Girl, we gonna edit that No, 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 we keeping it. Shame on y'all, but you know, I learned how to retwist hair mm-hmm. and two strand twists and not be doing that now. Um, like, I know, just to like lead to like today, like I've got fired from like first episode of Kyle had two jobs and was like, like looking for both of them. And I, I, I got fired from both my jobs because this mental break I had, like I fucking fled the fucking city and like no call, no show. Like, yeah, because fuck y'all. My mental, and that's what I'm always proud of myself about. My mental health always comes first. Like, yeah. fuck a job. But like, I did as got fired. I guess I wasn't expecting that plot twist. You I, like, thought, <laughs> I thought they was just going to be like, oh, my dear darling had a mental break and she's back now. Girl, no. They were no. Gonna, it's time for you to go They fuck fire me. Um, and that's cool. I'm an entrepreneur. I fucking got three books coming out. I'm starting a meal prep business, which is like tied to a, a juice business. Like, I'm out here. Everybody got to fucking eat. Yeah. Literally. And like, I'm like, get at that chef shit. Like, I be cooking. My meals are good. Yeah, no. Because um, you're, you're the reason how I learned how to um, make, make collard meatless gre- collard, collard greens, greens on yep. Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. like, my roommates are vegan. My, my, two, at the time, two of my roommates are vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure I was like being courteous to them. Plus, Yummy. I was using my roommate's cast iron pot. She's right, a cast iron right, Dutch right. oven pot. Yeah. And I, I don't have a big enough pot to make a big pot of greens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's like, don't put meat in my pot. Right. No, and that's I was like, real. Girl, damn, girl, I wanted to use smoked turkey neck. I would be so stressed out if somebody put some fucking meat on my cutting board. Like, ah, get it away! <laughs> like, you know, just um, take the cutting board with you. But no, like, just like, whenever, because good times or bad times don't last always. That I was like low as fuck y'all on a fucking Greyhound, like, in a fucking Greyhound 
bus station for like seven hours like on my way back like just like some bullshit and like was feeling like the fuck low and like i'm on like i feel so good like things have happened it has happened i think the biggest thing is like you dead ass can't like live in the past you can't yeah. like let shit hold you down yeah. and like that's way easier said than done because i'm still thinking about the shit that even like triggered me and like began this whole like mental break um i still think about that shit and i really want to like you know not think about it but i think about it it's there that's valid and i'd be like well the goal is for you to like get over this kyle like yeah. don't sit in that no more yeah um but yeah like the biggest i what i took away from that is fucking call people like i was on the phone call like, your friends and family i was on the phone with people and i was not shy about what was happening with me i was not shy to say i don't like i am low as fuck yeah. right now like yeah and I, I feel like, but, and it's so crazy because, like, not that I feel like I'm, like, returning, but like, I feel like my life getting back to normal in a sense of, like, I need to, like, get back on, like, meditating, praying, breathing, and exercising because, like, what happens is, like, getting in this, like, super, I'm just comfortable, mm-hmm. like, I'm not super focused on these poems no more because um, I'm feeling better so I don't got to, like, use my time being productive because I was feeling bad, but because I feel good, it's not like this huge thing for me to write. Right. Um, but I need to, like, I need to be. It's so crazy, like it's being productive, like the way to like really like get. You know what? I, it's so hard. It's I, so balanced. So so many people say being productive, and I just I try to work it away. But like also right. Solange, crazy in the sky type shit. That but honestly, to me, I, like she said, it makes it even makes it even sadder. Like damn, like now I got to do all this. Shit. I still have to function mm. while you know dealing with mm-hmm. sadness. I think I, I give. I think maybe a grace period. Like it depends. I think everything is situational. But yeah. for me, sometimes if I give myself maybe like two to three days of like I don't feel the fuck good. I'm finna watch Netflix. On that fourth day, I feel like at the very least, like let me like clean up. Let me like. Go do the laundry. Let me make some dinner. Like that's kind of how I like. I I like to I like to feel those emotions, but also understand like the life I want to live, the type of social life I want to live, the type of financial life I want to live, and understand that like there's a like mental illnesses is like there's like a chemical imbalance. So like that's this real thing that I need to continuously like know is there, but also yeah. constantly want to try and defeat or like right. at least you know bring something to the fight when it's like fighting against me yeah so i do i I will wallow but then like i really be like okay kyle you know like for me and i feel blessed meditating praying breathing exercise that shit works but it it's hard to be like maybe my finances no that shit and it's it's so it's so crazy when you think about like 45 minutes ain't really shit but like if you do that consistently like that's really gonna change your mood and everything but it's just like you really gotta be dedicated to like making yourself feel good because unfortunately for me at least there's a chemical situation going on where like i can't like i have to do these things or else like i'm always gonna be imbalanced and like that imbalance is just not not conducive for like the lifestyle i want to live right okay y'all so we just hit y'all with a lot of information. Bow, like, tell, watch out just, now. It's a little one, and I'm not bow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we just like hit y'all with a lot of stuff, and we're being very like, vulnerable and transparent with y'all right now. Um. But we're gonna take a break. Um. To like you know eat this pizza that I got from work mm-hmm. and to drink some water. So yeah. I try to keep myself busy. I run around in circles, think I make myself dizzy. I slipped it away. I read it away. 
Um, hey y'all, we're back. Um, we've eaten pizza, we've mm. drank water and smoked some marijuana. Illuminati? So, someplace, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, no. it was Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. a box from my job instead of the actual place we got pizza from. Hey, if you guys actually love us, you know, tweet me at Windy City Muse. Tell me what's your favorite out of beggars, Illuminati's, or Giordano's. I mean, or you could just tweet me um, at BLK Boy Shine. Yeah, talk to us. Let's let's get some social media happening. Yeah. Hashtag Contemporaries the Podcast. I mean, we'll have a, a Twitter soon enough. Mm. We probably won't. We'll probably just keep just to Facebook. I don't know. Yeah, we got Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I feel and like Talk to us on Twitter, right? We're the brand. Yeah, we're the Twitter. brand. We don't want to be like, whatever, you know? Right. But okay, so, we come to the part of our, ex- our, our exhibition. We come to the part of the podcast where we talk about the um, the things that we are standing for. If you don't know what it means to be a stand, I'm assuming. It's actually scary, the actual what stand is, the Eminem song. Oh, that song she used was to crazy. scare the fuck out of me. I just love that song. No, oh my, I said, hey, when that came on, I'm like, I hate this song, I hate this song. And I'm always saying, I stand. Hey! And I can't see I just love that song. Anyways, I was a very disturbed kid. I can like anything Eminem produced, honestly. Um, so yeah, so for me, my um my the things that I stand for this week are mm-hmm. Rose, Drum Rose, the only real RuPaul Drag Race All Star Season Four winner, that being Miss Monet Exchange. Okay. Um, I just feel like so. As most of us who watch RuPaul's Drag Race, we or are part of the of the fandom or whatever they call the fans of that show, um, we it's very evident there is like a level of anti blackness on that show, mm-hmm. for it to be like ran by a black drag queen, mm-hmm. like one of the biggest black drag drag queens in the world, one of the biggest black drag queens, right? Um, who's like the lead person of the show, and we only have to mind if I'm correct, we only have. Three black winners, um, that being BB Zahara Bonet, Tyra Sanchez, and Bob the Drag Queen. Mm. We only have three black drag queens. We're in 11 seasons. Mm. We had four seasons of All Stars, and the first three winners were all what? White with mm-hmm. blonde hair and blue eyes, that being Chad Michaels, Alaska Thunderfuck 7000, and Trixie Mattel, which granted, all three of these drag queens were amazing. Did great in their seasons if we don't count Trixie because that should have been Shangela. Um, but the fact that RuPaul's Drag Race didn't like couldn't gather the balls or the confidence to pick a black queen. So we at the final finale, top four girls, we had Monet Exchange, Moni Carr, Naomi Smalls, Trinity the Tuck Taylor. That's three black girls and a white and a white girl from Kentucky. Um I just feel like if we were based off that lip sync, Trinity pulled a Moni Cart flip and it just looked like a hot ass mess. And if you don't know what I mean by <laughs> the Moni Cart flip, look at when the Vixen sent her home season 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I stand for Miss Money Exchange. She also re- recently released um, a visual, a stunning visual EP mm-hmm. for her album that's coming out. I think it's just called Monet. 
Um, I think the album coverage was like her beautiful face with this gold crown. Like, bitch, this bitch knew she was winning. Mm. Um, but if I'm correct, the, the EP, the visual EP came out like a day or two ago. And like, she already got like, um, publications like, like, um, Billboard writing about her. Mm. Saying like, finally a drag race girl is taking music seriously versus all the girls prior were doing a lot of comedy albums. Um... With exception of another black queen, that being Shea Coulee, who dropped an amazing EP, and then a f- amazing visual EP, and then dropped an amazing song. Song about earlier last year. That's one person. I realize all these people have an X in their name. <laughs> Big stand. Like, but next okay. person I stand for is Chloe and Haley. Whoa! So, as we all know, we are in heap of our award season, and Grammys just went off um, last week. It was, you know, it was good, whatever. I, as a fan of music, as a fan of soul music, hip-hop, house, techno, dance, whatever, um, can appreciate music. My friends call me a music snob. My best friend tell me, calls me, uh, um, um, he calls me the, those, I'm the the so the so, the soul sage because I'm always I'm the go to for all the R&B and soul music or whatever. <laughs> um, Chloe Haley did not win their um their Grammy for um, best new artist, which I think granted do do um whoever what what who whatever fuck whatever the fuck it is. Um, I I I live for you, girl. You know I'm not checking for you, but I'm living for you. However, that that Grammy should have either went to Chloe and Haley, um, Georgia Smith, or her. But we already knew they were not gonna give it to her because she already they already gave her through two Grammys prior. Chloe and Haley did this amazing performance. Um, they pretty much rearranged and did a tribute to Donny Hathaway, um, and which I think is great because they also had the stage the girls were singing on was right next to Layla Hathaway where she was sitting. They did, um, Daddy Hathaway's Where Is The Love, which is a song I grew up on, and I'm like, Where is the love? Oh, Jesus, my voice. Um, grew up on this song, and I love this song, so for them, for me to hear these girls really fuck that up, and like, really just like, eat that stage alive in two minutes with that, with that very, almost heavy, slightly ethereal, um, rearrangement of that song was everything. My last I stand um, comes from an event I went to last night. Um, right now, I'm kind of just going to say I stand my last, my, my past Saturday. Um, I went to, um, for, well, for, for the first time in my life, I um, went down to Stony Island Artist Bank, um, which is on the south side of Chicago. Um, I got to see um, As Told to God Thyself. Which is this amazing experimental twenty-four minute long film by jazz musician Kimasi Washington and filmmakers Terrence Stans, Bradford Young, and Jenna Crew. Um, which I think is so funny because for my last three um, I stands, I brought up filmmakers to some extent. So I mean, I brought up both Jenna Crew and Terrence Stans. Um, Terrence Stans being the mastermind behind. Um, um, an oversimplification of her beauty as well as um, Rand Max of Finest. Jen Crew is the the beast behind um, Black Star Rebirth is Necessary as well as the Beyonce and Jay-Z's Ape Shit video. She also recently 
um, just debuted a film at Frizzy Art Fair, Art Fair in Los Angeles called Black to Techno, um, which as a Detroiter, I'm excited to see it. I can't wait for her. I can't wait for her to get through the whole um, um, movie conference um, era so I can finally get the chance to see it online. Um, but it's just like this beautiful film about like Detroit techno music and the infrastructure but within her like very beautiful artistic style um so yeah those are my three stands the only winner for Paul Jack Race Money Exchange the real um, um new breakout artist of the year Chloe right. Haley and As Told to God Thyself by Kimasi Washington Terrence Nance Bradford Young and Jen Nakua we be standing we be standing <laughs> bitch me too <laughs> no that Chloe and Haley, that shit is fire mm-hmm. okay I need everyone right now to pull up their streaming apps or just go on YouTube and listen to Middle Child by J. Cole girl or not that is my mood that is where I am and it's so true I am the motherfucking middle child shout out to China and James I am that was a real vibe <laughs> like being the middle child is like really an aesthetic and like yeah it is I'm, um, I'm on that too. song is just talking about like the, this that the the just not even who cares about lyrics the vibe of that like it's just like this mm-hmm. come up and like I am just true to myself and like I've always been this person always been like thorough thorough <laughs> you are so silly. that that song is fucking good as fuck and mm-hmm. I listen to it and J Cole got all the bars um also Daryl you gotta do all the plugins but just standing MCA because they're just consistently giving me good shit. Because, well, mainly I saw them tweet today that they're going to have some Carrie James Marshall work. But apparently it's been up. Yeah, so there's this show at um, the MCA um, that is censoring the film uh, titled Love is the Message, the Message is Death by filmmaker Arthur Jaffa. Um, but within the exhibition, yeah, they've curated... Thank you for saying that part. <laughs> no, so I forget. It's a um Lord Jesus, that weed is hitting me. <laughs> we be smoking. We be smoking. <laughs> um yeah, no. Um Love is Message is Death is this like seven minute montage video about the ups and downs of just being black, right? To the point where there's like snippets in there of Ice J Fish. There's, like, the guy, the, the black guy who found the mole girls or stuff like that. Mm. Um, all of that's within this this um, this seven-minute montage video, mm. which I think is Oh, my God. I, I'm going the fuck tomorrow, the MCA, because... Okay, last time I went, I was hella disappointed. That fucking Southside wear hair, wear there. What was the last show called? Girl, I don't Somewhere. Know. Whatever it was, it was about all these artists from the Midwest who had moved... West. somewhere else yeah like they all were like living in california now and like i was just like not you weren't interested like what is this but they they it's cyclical and yeah. they they back on the up and up so i'm going tomorrow to see a carrie james marshall i hope that there's multiple things in person is just like way better than fucking pictures or fucking images in, yeah. a, in a book because they're, they're so big and they almost ain't oh my you. goodness because i've been that was the before I started at SAIC, the first and last time I saw them in person, some Carrie James Marshalls, when it was at the MCA, the Mastery. Oh, okay. That's the last time I've seen, like, live Carrie James. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay, so everyone, I encourage you all to do this. Although, I'd be looking through people's media, and I think people use GIFs and, like, memes a lot, so maybe it won't work for them. But for me, my media is, like, mainly my fucking life. And, like, I, like, stroll down and, like, 
I was just reminded of how much I fucking love Sister Soja um, and how I like whenever I would get an Amazon gift card, I would like buy her books. And I, I has anyone any of y'all ever read a Sister Soja book? I mean, I feel like almost everybody has read the coldest book ever. ever. <laughs> No, I mean, no. and I honestly have never finished it. I've only read the first like chapter. What? I was like thirteen. I'm familiar, yeah. yeah. Well, so that's people. Most people's introduction. But okay, so Winter's dad has a worker named Midnight, and he has three stories. They're all love stories. He's this young man from Sudan who comes to live in Brooklyn in the projects with his pregnant mom. When he's twelve, we never know what's going on with his dad in Sudan. Um, she has this baby. They're living, he, it's just like this beautiful, he takes on two wives, one of them is Akimi, this like Chinese, actually she's Japanese, young lady visiting Pratt with her family for like art school. She doesn't speak English, but she speaks like five other languages. It's like beautiful. Sister Soja's that chick, and then there's another story called um, Porsche Santiago, uh, A Deeper Love Within, which is, if you read, read Code is Winter Ever, Porsche is Winter's younger sister. Oh, and wait, so all the books are tied through the first book. It's all, well, yeah, like, they're all, right, Characters. everyone knows Winter. <laughs> or, like, the Santiago family is, like, the main, wow, yeah. Okay, Sister Soja's that chick, but she also, had her first book is actually, like, a memoir called um, No Disrespect. And that shit's good as fuck, too, because she, she talks about, like, going through, like, sad stages and just, like, working hard through right. it. Like, she was just, like, making hella change in the community. Um, yeah. She talks about this, um, so this, she's really, she raps. The books are just like something she be doing. She needs to turn, bro. That shit as a movie would be good. Would be so good, and like she talks about it. I, remember, I think I remember a few years back hearing like there was a possibility. She brought of the rights. So someone bought it. A, a, a picture house, whatever you call it, bought the rights to it. She didn't like what they were doing, so she just gave them the money back and bought her rights back. Um, but no, she. Oh well, she she used to go to this in in New York. They had turned this hotel into like. Um, basically like projects mm-hmm. um because they were supposed to be getting them moved out but they had been there stationary for so long and she just spent time like going there and mm-hmm. offering help um and she also used to go to prisons and talk um and then like she like has revolutionary rap songs on like if you stream them like that's so funny um but yes uh sister soldiers that chick please read the books um cold as winter ever midnight a love story Midnight, uh, I wish I could, two other Midnights, and Porsche Santiago, a deeper love inside. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love it. <laughs> She's okay. that chick. So, I picked up one that's part of the podcast. Oh, yes, our private practice. Yeah. Okay. What's popping off in our lives as artists, as creatives, um, as human beings, outside of our very um transparent conversation about mental health earlier. Right. So what's popping, Kyle? Okay, I'm working on a fucking book! And actually, like, Delacia is helping me, like, format this book because in the past, I've just been uploading word documents, but we're going to make this a more artful, like, we're going to, like, play with these poems and they're not just going to look like standard poems Oh, like the, the page, page layout? Yeah, like, um, oh, she, she's helping me with that. Exciting. Um, so I'm super excited about that, but, like, that shit just seems to be, like, the fuck coming. Like, it's, uh, what, February 17th? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Like, this shit, like, a, a dream deadline that all these poems feel good as fuck is March fucking 1st. And, I mean, it's possible. Was that, like, three hours a day? Whew, gotta get it in. Everyone tweet me. Revise your fucking poems, chick. <laughs> I mean, um, girl, so you can also send them to me. I love reading poetry. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I need to just share them at this point and, like, talk through them. Fucking yeah. community meetings about my fucking poems. Um, I have a fucking performance coming up. I'm so excited. Um... 
I've I've only performed once since I've graduated, and I'm not really like um a slam poet. Yeah, like there's like I remember like on my old Tumblr I used to talk about like this angry slam poet that lives in me, and I can write those poems, but like dead ass like. For my whole rollout of all my books, like, I, like, want a podium that I'm going to, like, a portable podium. Always a fucking black turtleneck. Always reading from a fucking paper. Because, like, that's the aesthetic. And, like, that's really what I'm going for. Like, I am a poet for the page. <laughs> mm-hmm. Reading. Mm-hmm. This is a reading. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the aesthetic. Um, and, okay, yes, I am submitting... Um, I'm just gonna fucking say it. So what? Put it all out there. I'm submitting to the Cave Conum um, first book prize, and I'm like meditating on that shit every day. Yeah, it's due March thirty first. Um, I'm gonna submit that shit on the fucking nineteenth. Um, so it's like just double time. I really need to focus because like that's my poems. Are, I I write poems in bulk, but it's time to fucking revise these bitches yeah. and like just give them the love and passion that they deserve. And I have the time because I ain't got no fucking job. I work for myself. Buy my fucking meal prep services, y'all. Like, yes. hello. But, um, yeah, that's that's my private practice. Get, get um, the cooks by Kyle. <laughs> it's called Creative Food Choices. Oh, there you go. There you go. A solution to <laughs> the busy city person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm excited. Um, And the cool thing about that performance I have is SAIC students who got their own fucking art space. I, I'm, I'm just excited to see the setup. Um, the woman who reached out to me curated my MFA show. So, like, it's just, like, dope, like, that, like, the cycle and like I'm excited. Me too. I'm I'm performing a poem called um they call me baby Gwendolyn because like the the event is about names and naming and she hit me up because of Gwendolyn Brooks and my last name being Brooks but we not being related but living on the same street, writing poetry about the same things. Um and this poem is just like just always I'm a head ass about Gwendolyn Brooks so like using her poem titles and like bars to like mesh with mine and like talk about yeah, she ain't related to me, but dead ass, that's my granny. Like, how the fuck? Like, Gwendolyn Brooks, Kyle Brooks. Did somebody ask you that question in grad school if she was your grandma or something? And I'd be saying, yeah. I think the oh, first time yeah. I met Delacia, yeah. I wrote it in like a fun fact or something. And like, I was like, just you kidding. You don't ass. <laughs> I'd be seeing murals of Gwendolyn and be like, mama. Yeah, like, saw, it just I comes out my mouth. Here, and I was like, oh, that's mama. So yeah. she's, she's that chick. Gwendolyn Brooks paved the way. Yes. Um. So I guess for me. Um, I, so, I think this is so funny. I applied for a fellowship last year and did not get it, right? And I was kind of devastated because if I would have gotten this this fellowship, I would have gotten the opportunity to work with Carrie Mae Weems. She would have been my mentor for a year. Didn't get it. And I was like, eh, crying. Call my friend and everything. However, the space that did not send me for, the fe- for that fellowship recently reached out to me. Mm-hmm. For me to show with them. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, um, the car center in Detroit, Michigan... Um, um, just, um, are working with me and I think one or two other photographers in which we will be showing work behind, um, an orchestra in Russia. So I won't physically be there, but my photos will be projected mm-hmm. and an orchestra in Russia will be creating work based off, will be like improving based off of right. the images on the projector mm, and okay. following that the work will be printed and shown in a gallery in Detroit, which is really exciting. Interesting. Um, oh. I have a performance coming up in New York that I will not speak of until I feel the most confident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, 
Y'all, like, I'm really planning on, like, trying to DJ more often. So, if you're listening to this and you want someone to give you that ooh-ah-ah sensation, I mean, no, girl, no, that was, no, girl, I'm on a house DJ, but I do that shit. But no, y'all, y'all who watch RuPaul's Drag Race get that little input. Oh, I'm so lame. I feel so late to the party. I'm this new season. I'm fucking watching. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna send you the link when I find. Oh out. my goodness, please. But yeah, no, I want to DJ more often. So you want somebody to give you that old, that that real nasty ass like auntie family reunion party? Mm. You know where we where we hop from like. Kaya, my neck, my back to Frankie Beverly and May's oh, golden time of day. Yeah. Like, I'm about that life. Like, I, I'm going like, to incorporate that into my book rollout. Okay. Uh, party DJ by you. Please. Yes. We like, need to dance. Like, like yeah, Diddy that, said it. That's literally what I, where I'm at. Like, this is the reason I want to DJ is because yeah. I want to help black people move their bodies. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's, a, it's a spiritual thing for me. Okay. Like, I grew, I grew up listening to music. I grew up dancing. There's a video... Of me as a seven-year-old at my sister's best friend's daughter's birthday party, right? Mm. Uh, that was real black. Yeah, that was. Um, and I think they were playing uh, Whitney Houston's It's Not Right, But It's Okay. And I apparently made a whole-ass routine up to that song mm. on the spot. Apparently, I was doing the crybaby. I bust out to the yes! stage. I was flipping. Like, doing plies, tootsie rolls, and a fallout group. This might have been right after um, Dark Skin Unviv did her, her routine. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> was some inspo. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I want to DJ and I want to, I want to, like, I guess the reason I haven't DJ in Chicago much or at all much is because, like, I'm I'm kind of picky. I really want my spaces to be predominantly black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and granted, mm-hmm. I, granted, I understand, like, you know, right. um, spaces to dance in general are good. Spaces for POC are good. But there's something about, for me personally, being in a space and healing around nothing but black people, um, specifically black queer and black femme people, because we need healing. And I, I'm a strong, my, my best friend Taylor used to always say, um, um, I'm not down with everybody's um, solidarity. Like, I'm not down, like, I can't, what she would say, not everybody. No, ne- everyone's not here to heal you, and you can heal you, mm-hmm. and that's real as shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as black people through music can help you. Speaking of, Shaka Khan dropped a new project. <laughs> Yo, that bitch slaps. So it's like seven songs. It's cute. Just do it on your way home, or like when you like like working out tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Just turn on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called um Goodbye Heartache, or Good Time, G- Goodbye Bad Time, something like that. It's very upbeat. Very house, very disco album, and okay. I, I vibe with it heavy. Cute. I'm scared of her. Um, but yeah, that's like where I'm at right now. That um, the stuff Yay. with Detroit and Russia, me DJing. The right, we we practicing artists out here. Yeah. We're handling ourselves. We're caring for ourselves. We're handling our mental health. Yeah, we're making work. We're talking to y'all. <laughs> We're traveling through fucking Chicago with the fuck ass weather. You know what? I like Chicago's weather. It's pretty to look at. I just hate being in it. Uh, <laughs> it's I so good to look at. I, I love summertime it. Chicago so much. Oh, same. I just hate how humid it gets. 
don't even like just give me anything. I will say Chicago's humidity had my skin looking gorgeous, especially on my legs. I have have eczema skin in the winter, but that shit disappears Mm. in the summer. That's dope. Look, look like I'm walking around with just like body body cover of shea butter. (laughs) Itinerary for the summer, like the way this fucking winter goes, there's no way you can't have fun. Like I got like shit I'm doing all summer. Like I'm actually gonna go to the summer room my party this summer. Ooh, bro. They, I, I miss like, it every year. All those cigars, like, that's such the thing. Like, everyone smokes cigars. And then, like, I'm, like, walking around, like, fanning my nose. And this man was like, if it was weed, you wouldn't be saying nothing. And I said, I truly wouldn't. Like, it ain't fucking tobacco. <laughs> right. Like. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho, we, this so dope. We live in Chicago. I wanted to talk about that. Like, I just, be on the fucking train inspired. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, like, people watch. And, like, Same. I know, like. My fucking first, this collection I'm dropping, we, is all about Chicago and, like, um, recently have been, like, making walking a thing. Like, maybe I don't exercise, but, like, I walk from Bronzeville to Hyde Park, which is, like, 45 minutes and then walk back. Um, But, yeah, just, like, it's a blessing. (laughs) Like, this city, like, I mean, I, like, tried to flee this shit and, like, leave it. But, like, yo, Chicago's, like, really my muse. Like, that's, like... I'm from here and I left and like all I ever wanted to do was like move back to Chicago and like be an artist and like that's really what the fuck I'm doing and like right. this city is so inspiring like the the skyline these fucking buildings on the south side like the history of everything right. the trains like how close you are to like all these people every day and like who just like always holding on to that like wow Chicago's the fucking city and it's fucking 2019 and yeah we're like real life artists out here yeah. So with that being said, y'all, um, it's been real, you know. Um, I'm going to leave on this episode and just say, talk to your friends. Ooh, yes. You know, mm-hmm. and this is not necessarily this is necessarily that little um, check on your strong friends too. No, it's not no, that. just call them. This Everybody. is like the friends who are dealing with stress. Call your friends mm-hmm. to help yourself. Mm-hmm. The, those of you who know you got friends who you who are um very emotional or going through a lot you you know they're going through a lot because if you, you your real friends know when you're going through some shit right. check your friends um also um someone posted on instagram recently and i really fuck with it you can be intimate with friends without it having to be sexual Amen. so hug 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 your hug your niggas Hug your, hug your bestie, hug your bitch, hug, like, hug Tell them you the love them, too. Hug them, kiss them on the cheek, tell them you love them. You know, do that shit. Um, yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Please rate, review, share, talk about our podcast. We really just love art. Yeah. We out here. I'm, we're, like, it's so interesting, like, yeah, we have these MFAs, and, like, we're, like, practicing artists, and, like, I, it's just, like, nice, this time capsule. That's even what Twitter showed to me, like, this is dope. We're going to listen to this and be like, oh, we're so young. <laughs> we're so young and, and free in the city. Okay, peace. peace. Love you.